Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Well, let's see here. You put in the time. You've gone to school. You've worked for a contractor for years. You've, you've, you're learning the trade, right? You put in the hours. The, the state requires so many hours of hands-on, right? Knowledge. You, got, you have to get that knowledge base, right? So you've done it. You put in all the hard work, and you have the hours. Now you're wondering, what do I do next? Well, obviously, you have to prepare for an exam. And there is a right way and a wrong way to prepare for an exam, you should always prepare for exams with structured courses, okay, that really have structure about how you systematically go into the National Electrical Code. But before you even do that, and actually the topic of today's podcast is what can I write? What can I not write? What can I highlight? What can I underline? What can I take with me into a test? What can I not? Will they let me have a code book? Do they give me one when I hit the door? All those things we're going to talk about on today's episode so we can clear the air and you have a better understanding of what you can and what you can't do prior to taking an exam. And we're going to give you two websites that are going to help demystify all of that information. You're listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul Abernathy. All right, so again, like we said, you did all the work. You're ready. You got the hours in. Okay, You have just enough knowledge in order to be able to sit for an exam. And you're getting ready to invest in exam prep, and you're getting your code books, and you're, you're doing, you're, hopefully you're investing in a program like our Fast Tracks program, which is kind of a structured type of exam prep. That's the only real way you're ever going to really learn it and retain it. Not just get past the exam, but literally understand the code. Um, so you're doing all that, but now you're thinking, you know, I could mark my book up. I could I could put a lot of things in my book. And what if I get to the exam place and they don't allow it? And where is the exam place? Or who even administered the exam for the state? And where do I go in the state to find out all this information? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today on today's episode. Again, my name is Paul Abernathy, and welcome to the podcast. 
Today, we're going to break all that down for you and try to explain it so that you have a better way of understanding how to move forward, not only to exam prep, but how to know what you can and what you can't do before you make the mistake as you're moving in your exam prep. We want you to focus on learning the code and less about all the administrative stuff. So that's what we're going to talk about. So the first thing that we're going to tell you is that bar none, the very first site that you should always go to, whether or not you know or not who administer the licensing in your state, there's a site that you want to go to right away. And that is, got a pencil, write it down. It's PSIexams.com. Now, PSI is a testing agency. They have offices all over the country in different states, and they not only do the licensing in many states for electricians and plumbers and cosmetology and welders or anything that has to do with licensing um, or certification or even professional associations, PSI has their hand in it. Uh, And I've served on some PSI councils that actually have written exams for different states. Okay, Most notably last was Texas. And they do a great job. And they let, they let each state kind of develop their own what's called candidate information bulletin. Now, what are these bulletins? These are bulletins that will tell you literally what you can and what you can't do on an exam, what you can take in the exam and what you can't. Before you even sit down and start marking your code book, you've got to know what the state or even the administrator for that state is going to allow you to put in that code book. Okay? Some states won't even let you use your own code book at all, but you need to know that. And so that's why you need to find that information. So the first one that I tell you to go to, and I have two resources for you, but the first one is going to be PSIexams.com. So when you go to PSIexams.com, you'll see a pretty blah-looking website, and that's all it needs to be because on this website, if you notice on the right, that's where you create your account, you can register for an exam, and you can even schedule your exam if PSI is the administrator of the exams for your state licensing board. Um, but in order to know that they are, you go to the left side of the screen and you'll see a link that says government slash state license licensing agencies. And you click on that. Now, what you're going to get is a drop down menu. And in that drop down menu, you're going to see a bunch of different states. Now, one thing to remember, just because this, your state may be listed here doesn't mean that they administer the licensing requirements for every trade. They might not do electricians. They might not do plumbing. They might not do mechanical. Okay, It's hit or miss, but this is why I tell you to go to PSI first because they're the largest and they do the best job by far. So the next largest would probably be ICCSAFE.org. That's I-C-C-S-A-F-E.org. But I usually don't go there first. There's another site that I use that might lead me there. That way I just don't spend my time going back and forth, back and forth. Because what I'm doing is I'm trying to find the bulletins for the exam for that state. And so when you go to PSIexams.com, you go to, like I said, you click on that link that says at the at the left, which says uh, government slash state licensing agencies. When you click on that link, You go to the select jurisdiction, and in our case, we'll go down and we'll pick Texas. Now, if you pick Texas, for example, you'll see another pop drop down come down, and that's called select account, and you'll see in here that there's a TDLR, that's Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation, electrician. When you click on that, then you can get the bulletin 
for Texas. And in that bulletin, it'll tell you what you can and what you can't do in the exam. It'll tell you where the test locations are. It'll even tell you the percentage of different type of questions that are on exam, like for services or branch circuits, so that you kind of help you study a little bit. Okay, They're going to kind of give you an idea of where you need to focus your learning at. Okay, And it's all available. It tells you what you can take into an exam. Like you in Texas, for example, you can actually write in your code book in permanent pen but you can't do it during the exam, but you can do it prior to the exam. You can tab, you can highlight. So Texas allows that utilizing PSI. But in another state that PSI might be an administering exam, that bulletin might not allow you to write in your code book or even highlight your code book. That's because PSI doesn't govern that. They have an, a person that handles that for each state, and they go to that area and they work with the local jurisdiction in order to create the test bulletin for that specific state if they're part of contracted to do testing for that state. Okay, So in Texas, they obviously are. Now, another example would be, and it's why I'm going to tell you there's a second site that I'm going to give you, is if you go back and do it again and you go down, let's say we select Kentucky. Now, if you select Kentucky, you'll get the same drop down underneath it. It says select account, and you'll notice there's only three there. So there's Kentucky appraiser, Kentucky Elevator Mechanic, and Kentucky Real Estate. Obviously, none of those help me as a trade uh, for electrician, right? So, Kentucky, obviously, PSI does not administer their electrical licenses for the state of Kentucky. So, most people right there will get stuck and they go into this endless Google search trying to find something and then they're not sure whether they got it or not. Um, and sometimes they get confused between state electrical inspector licensing versus electrician licensings, and that could be a totally different website, and so it gets confusing. So now I'm going to share with you the second website that I tell you to go to if PSI is not the primary for your state. The next site is called, you got a pen handy, it's called electricianschooledu.org. It's exactly how it sounds. Electrician, then the word school, and then edu.org. So it's all one word, .org. And there, you're going to see real quickly at the top of the page, on the left side, you'll see something that says State by State Licensing Guide. You're going to want to click on that. Now, when you click on that, now you're going to get an information. If you scroll down, you're going to see a map. And to the left of the map, you have all of the states. Now, in our case, we were talking about Kentucky. So I'm going to click on Kentucky. When you click on Kentucky, it's going to tell you all the electrical licenses that are in that state. And it's also going to tell you the licensing board that does the licensing administration for that actual state. In this case, it's Kentucky Electrical Licensing. There's a link. You simply click on that link. Now, once you click on that link, that will take you directly to the right page you need in order to find all the information, the bulletins, the test center. In this case, they use ICC testing for their test administer for the state of Kentucky. Uh, all the forms are there. They even have the emails and phone numbers so that you can reach out to an administrator in the electrical division to ask any questions you might have. So you no longer have to just go on the internet and search and hope that the information you get is, is uh, legit. Here, it's directly, you can go right to the source. It also has the statutes and regulations, which you should probably print out if you're taking that exam. They'll usually let you take those in the exam. 
Not all states will, but sometimes you'll get tests on exams that are not electrical code related, but they're actually regulation related. So this is a good resource for that, depending on what state you're in, uh, that you can download that as well. So as you can see, those are two websites that you can use, psiexams.com as well as the electricianschooledu.org that is another great site for you to be able to get all the information you need. But don't worry, I'm going to put the links down in the description of this episode. Hopefully, you got something out of it, folks. Again, hopefully, you pick an exam course that really, or I shouldn't say exam course, an exam prep course that really has structure, like our Fast Tracks program. You shouldn't be just flipping through. You shouldn't be just buying books that actually just talk about the code. You need to have questions and you need to have content and it needs to be interactive. And that's what the the next generation of exam prep is using the Fast Tracks program. Again, if you go through the program, there is no way you can fail the exam. It's just way too extensive for that to happen. Uh, And it's the most affordable. At $315, you get not only you get the 800 exam questions, but you also get all the videos, all of the graphics, all the access to the books for one full year. Everything's included in that price, the LMS program. And when you do your end of review questions, they're not just checkbox questions. You actually have to fill in the blanks and we at our office will grade those and give you feedback on them to help you increase your chances of passing the exam. Again, it's all up to you to move through a course. If you're just buying a book with questions, that's not going to work. If you're just buying the code book and you're reading it, that's not going to really work. You might stumble through it, waste a lot of time, And you might pass or you might have to take your test over and over and over again until you pass. Hopefully you're not in one of those states where you take it once or twice and you got to wait a year if you fail. God forbid that's your situation, but we're here to help. So hopefully you got something out of this um, and we've given you a resource now to know where to get the information. You really need to know, can I write my code book? What can I take in for the exam? Can I even take my code book of my own personal use into an exam? All of that information is available. Follow those links in this podcast, and hopefully it'll make your job a lot easier ferreting through all the bureaucratic mess that's in, that has to do with electrical licensing. Till next time, folks, stay safe. God bless. You've been listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.